Presented only in Esperanto, it's the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. A podcast that chooses wall-to-wall carpeting every time. He used to shoot baskets with a bowling ball. It's Medicare expert, Doug Jones. Well, here we are back again for another exciting episode of the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. I tell you, it just gets more and more fun the longer we go on. We're uh, sneaking up on 400 episodes. That doesn't seem like a lot, but when you consider that we've been doing this for two and a half years, all of a sudden, it's uh, that's a lot of hours down the drain. Not down the drain for the audience. And I probably down the drain is not the ideal way to describe it, but it's uh, 400 delightful episodes that Randy and I have enjoyed doing for you, the listening uh, audience. Anyway, we are here uh, to talk about Medicare in sort of a lighthearted way because I want people to feel confident that uh, going across that line, that invisible line from Obamacare to Medicare, is going to probably be an improvement in your medical uh, bill-paying capacity, your medical protection, as well as the cost of your health insurance protection. Uh, Thanks to the taxpayers, Medicare is pretty uh, easy on the pocketbook. And the coverage is pretty broad. And the cool thing is that with Medicare, there's a lot of freedom of choice that one doesn't have with those nasty Medicare Advantage plans. Boo, yes. I'd like to stay away from those. So how do we uh, collate all this information? What we do is we buy my book on Amazon or uh, barnesandnoble.com. The book is entitled Medicare for the Lazy Man. 2022 it's got a green 2022 on the cover and uh it's available in uh, paperback or hardcover it's available in uh kindle version or it's available in uh, audio meaning i have read the book into a microphone you are able to hear my dulcet tones pronouncing every syllable accurately and and correctly and um, you can use that labor-free way to absorb all the Medicare knowledge that I tried to impart through my book. And then, of course, if you have additional questions, if you want an insurance agent to help you through the process, that's what I'm here for. I love it when people call me up or send me an email typically and say, uh, here are my uh, here's my situation. I'm turning 65 or I'm retiring at age 81 or whatever, and I want to get on Medicare. What do I do? And those are people that haven't read the book. So I say, it'd be helpful if you read the book, but if you don't want to read the book, I'll give you the shorthand version in person. And that's how you get me to be your Medicare agent, because I can help you get all the best of coverages that are available. And uh, pretty soon the whole thing is done. And you're off into the sunset in uh, a state of bliss and joy, knowing that Medicare is never going to be a serious problem for you in the future. So uh, this is the time in our podcast when I often ask Randy Carson, our podcast engineer, to play our 30-second radio spot. 
This spot has been uh, played on major radio stations in several large cities around the country, and I just like hearing it, and I'm hoping that it's explanatory and not wasted time for the audience. So listen carefully. Medicare is complicated. Medicare can be confusing. Medicare is no fun to study. Will you know what decisions to make when Medicare time arrives for you? My name is Doug Jones, and I wrote a book to help you figure it all out. Medicare for the Lazy Man. It's on sale at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Also, you can download and listen to my podcast, Medicare for the Lazy Man, wherever fine podcasts are given away free of charge. Medicare for the Lazy Man, simplest and easiest guide ever. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate that. Let's bring Randy into the studio. Right now he's staring at me through the computer, and I would like to say good morning. Good morning, Randy. Buenos dias, Mr. Jones. Oh, uh, more of that French again. Jeez. (laughs) I'm not not as conversant with the Romance languages as you might be. How are you today? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I feel it pretty good. I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed. And but I just wanted to mention something that maybe you didn't realize based on your, you know, the fact that your your bride was uh, in the hospital yesterday, uh-huh. uh, getting a, a knee replacement, right? Uh, which we'll talk about at some point in the future. But did you know? And I'm glad she's home because I read on one of my notes here in one of our last pod, you know, recent podcasts that hospitals are no place for sick people. Uh, Is that right? (laughs) Well, that would be right. But she actually went to a surgical center. It's like a um, a freestanding building that's uh, fairly, it's smaller than a big box store, (laughs) but bigger than, say, an Ace Hardware might be. And it's a building that's been outfitted specifically to handle joint replacements. And it's owned by a practice of orthopedic surgeons. And so this was completely different than her last knee replacement, which was done in a hospital. And uh, she had to stay overnight in that hospital. This place they tout in. And I think I remember hearing it when I listened back to our first knee replacement episode. Uh, They say that it's much healthier because they don't have sick people in this place. They only have gimpies people. You know, people mm-hmm. that need joint yeah. replacement. So the the germ germ uh, the germaholics are not present in the building, and it's a lot healthier. Perfect, perfect solution. But you know, today, obviously, we are not going to uh, talk about any more knee stuff today because I'm sure you and Mary have had enough of that for the last couple of days. Yeah, she but was the one are, who suggested we, are... we oh, might not yeah. do uh, run those episodes in. Yeah, uh, I I get it. I totally get it. Well, anyway, if, if Mary hears this one, I, I'm thinking about you, Mary. You're on my mind, and I wish you a very, very rapid recovery. But today, guess what we're going to do? What's that? We're going to talk about one of the friends of our podcast, not uh, Joe Namath. Yes, and I wanted to show you the picture on the article because, as I told Randy, I don't Get know what you deserve. Oh my God. Joe Namath pointing at, at the camera saying, get what you deserve. He and looks so, like he's about 4,000. Are you sure that that's the real Joe Namath and not just a stuffed person? The photographer did not do any favors for Joe. Uh, <laughs> and in fact, in fact, he really looks as though somebody's pinching him and uh, his, his facial expression is very, 
He, really? Yeah, he, I mean, I he looks like somebody just told him he's not going to get paid today for touting, <laughs> you know, Medicare Advantage plans, or as I like to call them, yes. Medicare Disadvantage plans. That's a very astute comment, though. He looks like somebody told him he wasn't going to get paid today, and he's pointing his <laughs> finger going, I can still kick your ass, sonny boy. That's and, right. Uh, I'm going to put on my pantyhose and chase you down the hall, buddy. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to share the joy that I felt when I saw this ad. Um, this was sent from another brokerage, uh, insurance brokerage outfit in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, basically, it had a, um, a common theme. They, they are kindred spirits, I guess, because the headline on this article is celebrity Medicare sales pitches are toned down after scrutiny. Now, I don't know how long it takes for the government to finally start scrutinizing these people. Uh, and frankly, we know that Joe Namath and Junior J.J. Walker uh, and uh, uh, William Shatner are not causing the uh, over or the uh, the problems that occur with the insurance outfits that they're representing on the air. But you know, they're what they're doing is basically luring people to to fall into a, uh, a bottomless pit of unhappiness. And so uh, they're making false promises and everything else. So uh, I think they're fair game. Frankly, they're taking money to uh, get people all to, to make a bunch of promises that cannot be kept in most cases. So I just wanted to share the joy of this article with you, Randy. Um, celebrity Medicare sales pitches are toned down after scrutiny. And the subheading is soaring complaints and aggressive sales efforts result in tighter rules from regulators. Now, the bad news here is that those tighter rules apparently apply to all insurance agents, and they come from the federal government. Historically, insurance is uh, uh, administered by the states, and so to have the federal government take a more active role, I don't think is uh, necessarily a good thing. On the other hand, when they drop the hammer on this incessant advertising of false promises from these uh, well-known uh, uh, celebrities, then I believe that at least we're heading in the right direction of more truth in advertising. So let me read some of this article here and see if you agree with me that it's, it's a good sign. It's baby steps in the right direction. A screenshot of a current TV ad featuring New York uh, Jets quarterback Joe Namath for a Medicare Advantage policy that includes changes to address regulators' concerns. That's what we're looking at with this picture of Joe Namath pointing his finger aggressively at the camera. It's football season. You can count on seeing Joe Namath on television, along with William Shatner and Jimmy J.J. Walker. They are the most prominent pitchmen for what has become an annual fall selling frenzy for Medicare Advantage policies. After a surge in consumer complaints and stiffer government rules, the sales pitches will likely be tamer this year. If there is confusion... We'll change things so that it satisfies everybody and eliminates the confusion, said Mr. Shatner, best known for his role of Captain Kirk in the Star Trek franchise. The Federal Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, now I have to uh, explain here, that is a federal government department that cannot figure out the proper spelling of its own acronym. We call them CMS. They call themselves CMS. But they forgot one of the M's, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is their full name. So it would normally be CMMS. 
So I just wanted to let you know that they are not exactly a bunch of geniuses either. So the Federal Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services toughened its oversight after consumer marketing complaints surged 165% last year to 41,136 compared with 2020 complaints. Uh, brokerages, agents, and other marketing businesses tried to convince Medicare recipients to switch plans with promises of perks in their new plans, such as home-delivered meals, rides to doctor's appointments, and cash. In some cases, beneficiaries would effectively pay for the perks with more limited provider networks, forcing them to find new doctors, regulators said. The celebrity pitchmen haven't been accused of violating any rules. CMS has said that health insurers will be responsible for what their marketers say. The aggressive sales efforts by marketers are the result of billions invested by private equity firms, financial services companies, and stock market investors into virtual call centers, internet-based lead organization or origination firms. Lead origination is getting names of people who might be interested in hearing more about Medicare plans. Those are leads, and they, uh, uh, they're they spending money on lead origination firms so that salesmen have people to talk to and to give their pitch to. Uh, other, Also including other marketing businesses over the past several years. The investors all focused on the annual sign-up period for Medicare Advantage plans, which are an alternative to the traditional fee-for-service Medicare plans for enrollment and the plans which are offered by private insurers and paid for by the government. That grew 8% last year to 28.4 million people in uh, that have enrolled in Medicare Advantage plans. Consumers can sign up for the new plans every year, making them a prime opportunity to generate sales commissions for brokers. Seniors are being bombarded. <clears throat> The sign-up period runs from October 15th to December 7th. That's what we in the uh, industry call AEP, or Annual Election Period. And now some people who should know better are starting to uh, mutate that uh, that name to uh, Annual Enrollment Period, and they call it other things too. But that's the Annual Election Period for Medicare Advantage plans. Stiffer rules are targeting marketers that sell policies on behalf of health insurers. They will need to disclose more to their customers, while CMS clarified that insurers will be responsible for what their marketers say. The Better Medicare Alliance, a lobbying and advocacy group for Medicare Advantage plans, uh, says it supports CMS reforms. (laughs) Sure it does. Uh, They said their enforcement will benefit the entire industry. Well, that's probably true because if they have to toe the line and tell the truth, that's going to be uh, an improvement. They'll be cleaning up their acts. Um, They applauded CMS for protecting consumers from bad actors, but it's concerned about elements um, of a recording requirement as prospective enrollees may not want personal health details retained for years. That means the insurance agents are going to have to record every telephone conversation that they have with a, uh, a an enrollment candidate or a, a prospect, a prospective insurance uh, purchaser. Every time they talk to them, they've got to have a recorded uh, copy of that telephone conversation, which is kind of ridiculous. Several brokers and other firms with specialties in Medicare Advantage were acquired or went public 
in pricey deals in recent years. In 2019, Prudential Financial Inc. spent $2.3 billion on a startup that uses algorithms and machine learning to sell life and health policies. In 2020, uh, another broker uh, brokerage firm called Go Health and uh, one called Select Quote raised more than 1.2 billion between them in IPOs. Um, and then, of course, there's financial services company Primerica. That is maybe that has a, a history of um, shady dealings from the very beginning when a guy who was lovingly called the coach uh, began selling. Uh, insurance and replacing uh, insurance for people, completely irresponsible treatment of life insurance sales, but it made the coach a very rich man by lying to people. And um, there were, he had a bunch of followers. He had a, a flock of people that uh, did his bidding. I think he's gone now, but Primerica is the company that uh, is the legacy of his uh, very shady um, deals in insurance. So these companies last year <clears throat> added sales fi uh, firepower in a deal with Medicare Advantage and focused e-telequote valued at $515 million. You know something, Randy? They ought to come after us with a pile of money just to promote the sale of uh, Medicare supplement plans. And I believe that we would be more successful than these Medicare Advantage types are. We won't have to lie to people. We're able to explain why Medicare supplement is a far superior uh, type of protection against Medicare bills or medical bills. And frankly, our clients know what to expect. They have a freedom of choice that nobody in the Medicare Advantage world can enjoy. And uh, they're just happy into the future. Whereas Medicare Advantage types, they have a big frenzy every year. That's they, the, you know, it's like a feeding frenzy in the Amazon River with the piranhas because they all want to change plans. So I believe that if people threw that kind of money at us, you and I would be able to do a better job for the uh, Medicare uh, participants. So, it goes on to say competitors for Medicare Advantage businesses also include Health IQ, an insurance tech founded in 2013 to sell term life to runners, cyclists, and other health conscious people that now promotes itself as a Health IQ Precision Medicare. Not all deals have worked out as planned. Prudential has written down its investment by roughly half, while shares of Go Health and Select Quote are down by more than 90% since the IPOs. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, a CMS spokeswoman said recordings of sales calls showed that many people were confused regarding who they were speaking to. Some thought they were talking to the government. Surveys of state insurance departments by the National Association of Insurance Commissioners, meanwhile, identified complaints about alleged fraudulent activity. This includes beneficiaries being enrolled with forged signatures, according to letters from the Standard Setting Group to congressional leaders in May. Vicki Dufresne, don't know who that is, uh, apparently she directs a health insurance information program for seniors, uh, let's say for uh, mature Americans uh, in Louisiana. She said people sometimes don't learn that their longtime doctors are outside their new plans network until arriving for an appointment. 
This is one of the 10 things I've warned people about Medicare Advantage plans. There are 10 ways that a Medicare Advantage plan can cause great unhappiness and disappointment. And uh, having your doctor not be in the network uh, is uh, certainly right on top of the list. It goes on to say, actor William Shatner, shown in a screenshot. Oh, that's just a, a picture of, ah, he looks uh, like Mr. Friendly after while he's telling you that uh, he's going to give you all the free stuff and that uh, you should call now to find out what you deserve. Some insurance agents themselves have concerns about the frenzied activity. Misty Mullis, who sold Medicare Advantage for Go Health last year, said she couldn't keep pace with colleagues who completed 18 or more sales a day and earned bonuses. She often took an hour per client. You need to check their doctors and medications to be sure that a new plan will work, she said. If they don't gab back at you, 45 minutes is a reasonable uh, time. But old people want to tell you a bit of a story. Go Health declined to comment beyond saying that it's focused on maintaining the highest standards for enrollment and customer experience. Denny Johnson, who sold for Prudential's Assurance IQ brokerage in 2020 and last year, said that TV ads sometimes prompted elderly people who don't handle their own affairs to call. He said that he only pitched people after being assured that they were allowed to make the switch. Still, you can spend more time than you want with one prospect and get the sale only to have their adult daughter or son cancel soon after. Prudential said it shifted its advertising strategy away from TV ads over the past year. The TV ads featured uh, featuring Namath, Shatner, and Walker urge viewers to use an on-screen toll-free number to call a helpline about extra benefits for which they may qualify. Mr. Namath, the former star quarterback for the New York Jets, has appeared four years in commercials uh, for a Florida-based brokerage and lead generation business. It's called Benefit Technologies, Inc., and they spell benefit B-E-N-E-F-Y-T-T. So uh, anyway, that's the company that Namath is uh, flogging when he's on the air doing the television advertising. And that company is owned by funds affiliated with private equity firm Madison Dearburn Partners. In a current version of his commercial, Mr. Namath says, get what you deserve, including prescriptions, dental coverage, and the benefit that adds money back to your Social Security check. The 800 number directs callers to the Medicare coverage helpline, which had an include or which had included an American flag in its logo in recent years. Now the American flag is gone. That's good because they're a bunch of communists. <clears throat> and the ad request repeats five times that benefits vary by zip code. And that's a nod to regulators concerns that some benefits are available only in certain places. Uh, Mr. Namath's commercial has been reviewed and is currently in compliance, CMS said. Mr. Namath's lawyer and agent, a guy named Jimmy Walsh, said in an interview that he isn't aware of consumer complaints. Of course not. Nobody would complain. <laughs> of callers, he said, if there is anything they are uncomfortable with, I would imagine they would hang up the phone. Benefit, uh, the company, said in a statement, we made several changes to our overall commercial to be in line with CMS marketing guidance. What will the impact be of tighter regulations over marketing for Medicare Advantage? Join the conversation below. I shouldn't have read that because that's just for people who are reading the online version of this article. 
Mr. Shatner, whose commercials are for the same benefit unit, said they alert people to potential options, and I'm happy to send that message. Now, in his second year of ads, Mr. Shatner said he isn't aware of any consumer complaints about them, and his understanding is that everything in his script has been scrutinized by lawyers and officials. Every word. You can't change one word in the delivery. Mr. Walker, who starred in TV's Good Times in the 1970s, could not be immediately reached for comment. So that's this article indicating that the federal government is finally going to drop the hammer on these guys. I don't know how much more the hammer is going to be dropped, but I am inclined to think it's uh, that the fact that they're coming under greater scrutiny is nothing but helpful to potential future victims uh, of these uh, hucksters. And frankly, you know, I, I don't see any, reason to blame the people delivering the message, except for the fact that uh, they don't know what they're talking about. So when they make these promises, the unsophisticated viewer is going to take them at face value. And it's just an unfortunate situation. Once again, it said in the article, many of the people that sign up for these new plans uh, during, uh, especially during AEP, the annual election period, wind up having the sale canceled by their adult children when they find out what's been going on. And uh, also, uh, these some of these people show up for doctor's appointments with their new insurance card, find out the doctor's not in the uh, in the network. And I'm sure there are many other types of uh, problems with these things because the problems are endemic to all Medicare Advantage plans. That's why I don't sell any Medicare Advantage plans. So anyway, wasn't that a fun article that they're finally starting to put the squeeze on these guys, Randy? I never miss a good chance to slam a Medicare Advantage plan. Well, I'm hoping you enjoyed that presentation today. I did. I did. Now, I just wanted to remind the audience as we're, you know, bringing the train into the station that, you know, Plan C, you know what that stands for, right? Crapola. Crap. Crap. And that is the Medicare Advantage system in its totality. And these guys, these... uh, Oh, hawkers, whatever you want to call them. Washed up uh, <laughs> washed celebrities. Up te- washed up celebrity hawkers. They got, I mean, they got to be ashamed of themselves. I mean, come on. Good Lord. They don't even know what they're talking about, but they know that they have impact on a certain segment of the population. A kind so of they a vulnerable be, segment. They, yeah, they ought to be telling the truth as opposed to lying through their teeth. I'm with you. It's really disgusting to see these guys at work. Um, People who have been listening to this podcast for a long time may remember that I damn near gave Randy a heart attack a couple of years ago when I took a photograph of my TV screen and uh, it it showed the disclaimer that was uh, posted over Joe Namath's face. And I blew that up so that he, Randy could read it through the, uh, the computer here. And it was just incredible how much legal garbage they had to do a backpedaling, I would call it uh, to try to stay in compliance with the rules as they existed then. And apparently the rules are only getting stricter. The problem is because of these people being less than moral in their pursuit of sales, uh, that kind of comes, brings the heat down on everybody. And so the centers for Medicare and Medicaid services are uh, really putting the screws to, a lot of uh, insurance agents that just got caught up in the net. It's kind of unfortunate yeah. that the good guys have to pay the price too when the bad guys uh, screw around. 
I, what? you know, I, while you were saying that, Doug, uh-huh. I had a, I had a thought cross my mind as to what the disclaimer really needs to be on the bottom of those ads. Okay. Let me get it, my crayons out. It's just a, it's just a one sentence deal. I'm going to quote it to you right now. And these guys, they can use it if they want. They I'll, I'll, I'll donate it to the cause. The, the disclaimer would be, don't listen to a word out of this guy's mouth. It's Joe Namath, okay? <laughs> That's it. That would he be would accurate. tell you the sky was purple if you paid him. He was uh, actually the guy that accepted the uh, offer of payment, whereas probably a lot of other more believable people turned it down. Yes. So, that's yeah. that's why he's there. You know, I think the guy is washed up. He hasn't been popular for I don't know how many decades. So bottom line is he, he's willing to lie for a price. Yeah, that's a sad state of affairs. But uh, anyway, I'm going to be off soon to uh, go to physical therapy to start exercising that new knee. Not my new knee, but uh, the spousal unit has a new knee. I know so. she does, and I'm going to have to congratulate her the first time I see her. But we need to sign off today, get you on your way. <clears throat> we have just spent – well, before we do that, let's thank the audience. We always need to thank the audience Absolutely. because they could have been 153 other places, and they weren't. They were here with us listening to the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. And this particular one, I've got to say, I I thoroughly enjoyed because – I, I have, I've got to feel that we're going to pull somebody out of the uh, out of the fire that was just ready to sign off on a on a plan C crap. Ooh. Oh, did I Ouch. say that before? <laughs> you did, oh. but it can't be said too frequently. <laughs> so anyway, thank you all for joining us. We appreciate every one of you always. But you have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones, the anti-insurance insurance guy from Oklahoma originally, now residing up in the high-altitude mountains behind Cave Creek, Arizona, in his fortress of solitude. Bye-bye, everyone.